0: Hello and welcome to the Hairdresser Strong Show. We talk with hairstylists from all different backgrounds, hearing their experiences and perspectives about career defining topics important to rising and transforming hairdressers. I'm your host, Robert Hughes, and this is my guest, Carla Presley. Hey. Uh, Carla, will you uh, in- please introduce yourself to our viewers?
1: So, my name is Carla, Carla Presley, and I am a hairdresser for about 15 or 16 years now. Um, I'm based in the Washington, D.C. area. And what I do is offer hair and makeup services on location. Uh, currently, I'm the main artist at my company. It's my company, and it was just me as a freelancer. Uh, but it's starting to blossom into something where I'm booking other artists through my company, uh, mainly for weddings. But I do a lot of uh, hair and makeup for photography sessions, production, Um, just about anything. During COVID, I started doing haircuts at home, which got me back into haircutting for the first time in a long time uh, on a regular basis. So um, I'd say the only thing that kind of differentiates me and a lot of other hairdressers is that I don't do color anymore and I don't work in a salon.
0: All right. Cool. Thank you. Um, So Today, we're going to talk about um, resilient hairdressers surviving COVID. Uh, So, we'll just jump right in. Um, Will you tell us about, about, you were telling me a little bit about what happened, but for the viewers, how has COVID impacted your life just as a human, as a person? I mean,
1: as a person, wow. Um, There was a lot of fear last year, you know, as this was all uh, unraveling and um, a lot of confusion. I just felt like, uh, you almost feel like, like you should run to someplace safe, you know, like, um, so when COVID was, you know, like starting to become a little more under control, I went and saw my dad. I just wanted to be near your family. Um, of course I had a COVID test and had quarantine and all that kind of stuff, but it was just scary. You know, you feel like someone's child again. Um, you feel like, reaching out to other people to see how they're feeling. So, yeah, uh personally, I was very impacted and it still impacts me. Sometimes I wonder if um I'm relaxing and I'm leaving myself open to getting sick or getting covid again, you know? Um because I have had covid and that knocked out 2 weeks of work for me and it and uh canceled Thanksgiving plans, which now in retrospect was probably a good idea that me and my family didn't get together for Thanksgiving, so it's been a lonely
0: <laughs> and yeah.
1: long and stressful year, but I'm managing.
0: Nice. I'm glad to hear that. Uh, so you had COVID around Thanksgiving? Yep. Yeah.
1: I it like two weeks before, and it was just like, you know what, guys? Let's just not meet up. Oh so all yeah. of us about to see each other for the first time, especially because my brother has been overseas uh, in Korea with his wife. Um, and before that, were far away as well. So we were finally getting ready to see everyone, and um, you know, when I got sick, it just it raised the alarm, and we were like, okay, just next Thanksgiving.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, so, how bad were your symptoms?
1: Uh, in the beginning, it was like, oh man, I just want to like be warm, like I'm so cold, you know. But I thought maybe it was because where I was working, because I was actually working with someone on their wedding. I thought maybe it was just a little cold where we were. It was kind of like a basement area. Um, But then I got home and I was just like really achy. And by the time I was in bed, I was um, like sweating and feeling really fatigued and kind of like dizzy. Anytime I stood up, like I was extremely dehydrated. Um, And that continued for like three more days. Um, And then, of course, I found out that I had COVID. I got the test and everything, got my test results back and contacted people that I had previously been working with and told them to quickly go get a test. And everyone did, and no one uh, tested positive. So 95 masks do work. I contained all my particles to myself and sanitized everything in between. And, you know, uh, all the safety precautions that I'm taking, I feel like are working. And it was kind of nice to see, to know that. Um, Not that I'm relaxing off of that at all. But it's just nice to see that it's actually working. And I came out okay. You know, it was stressful because I didn't know how much worse I was going to get. People were like, you know, going to the hospital two days after being sick. So for a while it was like, am I going to get that sick? So it was really scary. Um, but mostly it was just lonely, you know, being quarantined all by yourself, like literally not even going to a grocery store in case you're like touching things with your COVID. That was uh kind
0: of lovely yeah yeah we uh i got covid in august and um my i tested positive my wife tested negative and then the next day she got sick uh she came down with flu-like symptoms but Mm -hmm. uh like within 36 hours the flu-like symptoms were gone and it was like rolling symptoms and they would come in waves like i feel fine all of a sudden i get tired all of a sudden i would Mm. get pressure like squeeze in my head or uh or really irritable like really fast Um it was Mm. uh but it was mostly for the most part it wasn't that big of a deal I actually had to forward all the calls to my cell phone and run the run the front desk from quarantine because we had to shut the business the salon down right uh that was 10 days of no work no no income that it definitely hurt yep I know all
1: that yeah yeah
0: so uh COVID impacting you as a stylist, you sound like you touched on it a little bit. Uh, Did that impact your mobile business at all?
1: Oh, totally. Yeah. We had all kinds of bookings. And, you know, mid-November is when you know my work is going to start to come to uh, a a slowdown. Uh, The wedding season is kind of like ending and typically without COVID, I'm then going into like event season where people are having big parties and galas. And so I'm getting people ready for that, but I knew that wasn't coming. So the end of November was really the time to like break it in for the rest of the year. So to get sick and have to cancel everything and have to pay other artists to do work that was uh, hired by, from, for me, it was hard after a hard year, you know? Um, But again, I'm managing. I'm really grateful that one, I have help uh, behind the scenes helping to reschedule everything because if you don't have this kind of help, like how are you staying on top of everything? You just couldn't possibly, you know, not with the amount of work that I'm doing. Um, And then to have other artists be able to pick up the job and pick up where i couldn't and get along so well with my clients too you know like my clients i'm definitely reaching out to them how did everything go and everyone had raving reviews so everything that i have been putting in place to kind of like catch me when i fall like worked this past year and um i just really feel grateful about that
0: nice that's awesome that's uh you know my next question is. Asking about resiliency, according to a definition I looked up, uh, the ability to, like, bounce back, basically. Uh, Where are you at now? Mental health, physical health, and financial health? Um, Resiliency.
1: Resiliency, you know, a lot of the other healths kind of depend on financial health, don't they? Like, this is why a lot of our country is stressed and feeling the way that they're feeling because I think they are under financial stress. If there were no financial stress, I think there would be no stress, possibly, you know? We could just- (laughs) Maybe, yeah. Yeah, we wouldn't be trying to like one-up each other or take from each other or hoard. you know, the toilet paper crisis, like good Lord, you know?
0: Yeah, wow, I've never thought about it like that.
1: Yeah, stability um, is so important to so many people. So for me to experience, financial instability last year was definitely scary, but I am very strong mentally because I work on that constantly. Um, And I think being strong physically does something to your mental uh, state of mind. So just when everything was really terrible and, you know, we, we didn't know what else to do. I kind of, um, Wanted to like work out more. I went and rode my bike a lot since I had to be alone. I just needed something to pick up. So like many people, I got a bicycle. I was like riding around a lot harder in the winter time because, you know, we're all cooped up. But then um, I just kind of threw myself back into work after being away from uh, really building anything because I kind of froze from fear and didn't know how to like move forward or what I was going to move forward with. What would be the outcome of all of this? Um, but then once it started looking like things were possibly going to be okay and like everything didn't crumble to the ground, I kind of dusted myself off and just started getting myself back into work. Like, all right, let's work on the website. Let's, let's figure out this marketing. You know, I cut my marketing off just to save from, you know, expenses, but now I'm trying to do more of it myself. So, um, but yeah, so that's kind of where I am with, with all of that. Um you know
0: uh i think uh so you bring up a really really good point um you know at, at first i kind of laughed at it. i didn't realize where you're going with it uh but i i i definitely am in the same boat when it comes to thinking that you know the whole concept of hairdresser strong is strength is not just being good at your craft it's not just being good uh at like business and making money it's about your mental health and your physical health and i definitely agree that they're all related. Um, I do think that there are things that you can do on, to work on mental health and work on physical health in spite of having financial, uh, stress, you know, it's Yeah. Like, so, and you mentioned, you said you worked on it. So what do you do to work on it? Uh, mental health, you said you work on that.
1: For, for me, I am a creature of habit. Like I need certain things. I need, um, to go for walks every week, you know? Um, standing all day as a profession, I have varicose veins and, uh, poor circulation in my legs. Like, it's just something that I have to do. And, uh, and then I realized for me mentally, I have to do that as well. Um, but even as a businesswoman, like there's so much that gets, gets filtered through my mind on a long walk that when I get home, I'm like ready to put it down on paper. Or maybe I've been talking to my phone the whole time, but there's so much that comes out from just taking care of myself physically. Um, and so going for walks and going for bike rides and just hitting that, like, you know, bike run, bike trail really hard and sweating and all of that just makes me feel like I've squeezed something out, you know, like I'm doing a little bit nice. better. Yeah.
0: Nice. I like that. You know, you have the, the physical exercise awards you time to disconnect as well. If you, if you choose to, And you know, like having the ability to, or, or connect in a different way, like maybe connect with loved ones. Um, right. Although some people do connect business during their workouts. Um, Yeah. So they're getting physical work. I don't know how much that's doing for the mental health, but it's all connected, I guess.
1: So for Um, me, because I need that time. I had to get into my calendar. I had to be really real. Like I'm not trying to work five days, uh, you know, Monday through Friday and then have weddings all weekend. Like I can't hustle 24 hours, you know, seven days a week. Like I needed me time. So it was all about going into my calendar and literally blocking it off and being like, no, this is my nice. time. If I'm a person, then you can't have my morning. I have to meet up with you in the afternoon or we have to do things more towards the evening. And if it's not a good fit, then it's just not. But I have to live my life a certain way. So I've just made my uh, my schedule that way. And I'm trying that. to set those boundaries, you know.
0: I love that. I'm, you know, I think that's that's a public service announcement right there. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, make sure you schedule it in if you have to, uh, I, I'm the same, I'm the same exact way. If it's not on the schedule, it doesn't happen quite frankly. Sometimes it's on the schedule. It might not happen. It just depends on how shit goes, but like that's life. Yeah. Uh, So I was, my next final question for this, uh, for this interview is, uh, what advice do you have for anyone, one going through, well, what advice do you have for anybody going through COVID right now that might be dealing with like a financial, physical, or mental stressor? Um, I mean, I like I like what you just said, but is there anything else that comes to mind when I say that?
1: Yeah, I would say if you're not terribly uh, busy right now because of the way this is impacting your business, please try to find a way to get yourself um, – ready for whatever the next phases you want to go into. Whatever that is, like create create a vision board. Talk it all the way through with other hairdresser fans. Um I've contacted so many hairdressers and makeup artists to see if they want to collaborate with me on something. And I know like not all of us can just up and be busy and get things done. Maybe some of us are even sheltering in place and like not not going outside. But wherever you are, whatever your dreams are, wherever you want to go with your business, start thinking about how you can get from where you are right now to that place. And then when you feel ready, start, you know, just one step at a time. And sometimes these steps are really big and long and they take a long time to just get over one and that's okay. But as long as you're starting to move, um, I think that's what resiliency, you know, like no matter how hard it is, you're going to continue, even if it's just the tiniest bit to get from where you are to where you want to be if you're not up there already. And if, you know, you're the opposite and you're just crazy and working all the time, think about, like, how you can enjoy more of what you're doing unless work, work, work is just, like, what you are and what you're made of, you know? Yeah, so, oh, Lord.
0: I love yeah. that. Thank you Keep so much. Keep trying
1: just the best that you can. And give yourself a lot of, a, a lot of breaks. Like everyone gets a break, you know, right now, yeah. everybody gets a break. If uh, I have a friend who has like a bad day and takes that out of me, whatever, you get a, you get like a pass because that's just where we're at right now. And I think we just need to um have a lot more like compassion for ourselves and what we're going through and look out for yourself, you know, but that's why I think if you have a long list of things to do, just take one one thing off at a time. It'll make you feel so much better if you just get started. You
0: know. Nice. I love that. Take it. Take it one step at a time. I like the idea of a vision board and coming up with your dream. Uh, I love the idea. I love the penciling in time for yourself and uh, compassion. 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 Yeah. Yeah. So compassion, one step at a time, one thing at a time. Write it down and pencil time in for yourself. That's what I've gotten. That uh, is that.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, those. Are the, the bullet points. Okay. Yes. That's a good, Love has- all that. And yeah. <laughs> uh, compassion is, you know, I did a whole uh, episode where I was talking about, like, you know, I totally agree. You know, coming out of COVID was really eye opening uh, for me um, because, like, coming out of being sick because of, like, dealing with uh, customers and colleagues and um, friends and family, like, I realized that just how much stress I was under and I didn't even recognize it. I didn't even take time to understand it. And then all, it all hit me with it. And then like everybody, you know, is, I don't know. There was, it wasn't a pleasant experience, uh, having to communicate with people that you had had COVID and, yeah. uh, and then there was like a lot of blaming going on. And so I just decided to, uh, take time to allow myself to be a human and mm. allow other people to be human too and uh so i think compassion i love that so yeah yeah well yeah. um i got uh one last question um do you have any uh thing to any sort of like book or course or practice uh something that you would recommend to our viewers you know
1: what i am doing right now is following people on instagram that are inspiring to me and that's pretty much all I look at on uh, my Instagram page. I haven't created another one for just like, you know, dog videos and all that, even though you probably see a lot of dog videos on my Instagram, but what I'm scrolling when I'm on Instagram is um, people doing what I want to be doing or people sharing ideas on how to do what I'm doing better or just beautiful images that really inspire me and move me to do better at what I'm already doing. So I go to Instagram, like it is the book, like it is, you know, this place where I can come and like, you can even tab photos and keep folders of things. If I have a photo shoot, I can pull up like, you know, I know people do this with Pinterest, but I haven't quite figured Pinterest all the way out (laughs) yet. Believe it or not, I'm working on that this year, but right now that's, that's basically what I do. And when I'm on Instagram, I'm, I'm following people like Stacy Ciceron, you know, uh, brand ambassador. Uh, Sharon Blaine, amazing, like hairdresser, Um, you know, the greats. You can follow them and get to know them and even, like, interact with them. And so I think Instagram is, like, for me, you know, that's pretty much all I need.
0: Nice. Okay, I love that. Awesome. Thank you. All right, well, thank you for uh, joining us today and sharing your story. And I will look forward to talking to you again.
1: Good talking to you.
0: All right, bye-bye.
1: Bye.